Do you know who killed me? Those words were printed in bold yellow letters on a billboard as part of a campaign, hoping to provide new clues in the 1993 murder involving Kathleen Vanslick. I'm Jennifer Blades, and this is The Unanswered Podcast, Season 2, Cold as Ice. Thirty years ago this July marks the puzzling murder of a 45-year-old wife, mother, and grandmother, Kathleen Vanslick. It was a typical Friday summer afternoon in Grand Rapids, Michigan, on July 23, 1993. Kathleen was making a cake for her son's wedding reception the next day. She had to pick her husband up from work at the Butternut Bread Company, where he was a production manager. She called her son, the one she was making the cake for, to pick up his father, but he had to go to work in a few hours and couldn't meet the request. A simple task that now he is haunted by. Kathleen got into her 1989 Mercury Marquis and made her way to the Silver Derby Bar where she was picking up her husband. He frequented the Silver Derby after work where he would hang out with coworkers and friends after a shift. It was reported that her husband exited the bar and saw a crowd gathering near a car that had crashed in the parking lot. As he got closer, he saw that it was his wife's car. Kathleen's youngest son, James, stated that his father said he had to unlock the car doors to get to Kathleen. He said that the windows rolled up and the doors were all locked. Kathleen was taken to the hospital, where sadly, she was pronounced dead. Reports state that she was shot at point-blank range while sitting in the car waiting for her husband, and her lungs collapsed. After being shot, it appeared that her car went into reverse and struck a pole close to a building. Police thought that the car crash resulted from Kathleen trying to flee the scene. It's said that this could have been a robbery gone wrong. No witnesses have come forward, Even though the location of the murder was in a busy area surrounded by the former Old Kent Bank and other businesses, one business owner told the Grand Rapids Press in 1993, quote, that area is really infiltrated with business people at that time of day, end quote. So with that being said, I would think someone saw something, even if they didn't know what they were witnessing at the time. Someone might be able to think back on something or someone that appeared odd or out of place. Sometimes it's those little innocuous clues that can help solve a case. One piece of evidence that detectives did have in their favor was a working surveillance camera that showed a man in the area around the time of the murder. As far as I know, he has never been questioned or even identified. He could be a witness or he could be a suspect. Pictures are posted on our socials, so take a look. It might be someone you recognize. It also appears that there was DNA collected. So hopefully after 30 years, that DNA can be tested and this case can be solved. I couldn't find any updates on the status of the DNA collected to see if it was previously or recently tested. 
But sometimes DNA is tested and that person's never committed any crimes or they're not in the system for any reason, so it's still a mystery. Kathleen's son James told Fox 17 News, quote, I remember reading in one of the newspapers that there were some people who were afraid for their own safety, so they didn't want to talk to the police. If it was their mother, how would they feel? End quote. James remained hopeful that his mother's killer would be caught, but no clues have ever surfaced, which I can only imagine would not only be heartbreaking, but frustrating as well. Sergeant Walter of the police department spoke about the billboard that the Kent Metro cold case team placed in the area where the shooting occurred. He told Fox 17, quote, we need the public and we need them to talk about this. Somebody knows something. This is a well-traveled area with pedestrians and vehicle traffic. It's hard to believe nobody saw something, end quote. Detectives stated that a lot of witnesses are no longer alive, including Kathleen's husband who passed away from a heart attack just 18 months after her murder. Police reports are all they really have to go on and possibly any DNA collected. Unfortunately, there wasn't a crystal ball available to the police, so they had no idea how important DNA could be used to solve a case in the future. Not to say that they didn't collect information correctly, but with the current protocols for evidence collection being what it is today, they may have swabbed, you know, different areas or gotten more DNA to be used. Let's hope that they did collect some good evidence or that a witness comes forward to help get justice for Kathleen and her family. Kathleen's son told the Grand Rapids Press, quote, My mother cared about everybody and looked out for her family, end quote. It's time that someone looks out for Kathleen. So if you have any information, even if it seems irrelevant, please contact the Silent Observer at 616-774-2345. If you aren't familiar with the Silent Observer, they're an organization that was created in Kent County to allow for anonymous tips to be submitted surrounding homicides. You can also visit their website at silentobserver.org to submit a tip and learn more about their organization. And a special thank you to Liv for suggesting this case. I have no idea what happened to Kathleen on that summer afternoon, but if I had to guess, I do believe that she was trying to flee the scene after encountering the shooter. It could have been a robbery or a carjacking or just a case of being at the wrong place at the wrong time and encountering a monster. I do wonder if the police ever looked into Kathleen and her husband to see if they had received any threats or if anyone held any grudges against them or wanted to harm them. I'm really curious about the man caught on the surveillance camera. Was he just passing by or did he have a sinister motive? If someone would just take the time to review the surveillance camera footage, I'm sure someone could identify him even after all these years. Again, Kathleen was shot and killed on July 23, 1993, around 3.30 p.m. in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in the parking lot of the Silver Derby Bar in the 2,000 blocks of Eastern Avenue. It's time this cold case got solved, and Kathleen and her family got justice. Thank you for listening.
This week's ice-cold case is from Irvington, New Jersey. On July 27, 2008, 14-year-old Greta Tim disappeared from her home on Breckenridge Terrace. Greta had run away in the past, but she always returned home. Police questioned her whereabouts, but Greta never shared where she went or what she was doing. Greta's mother reported her missing on August 1st, 2008. Police initially classified her as a runaway due to her history of leaving on her own in the past. Over time, Greta did not return, and the police reclassified her as an endangered missing person. On April 12, 2012, four years after Greta went missing, her remains were found stuffed in a plastic bag by landscapers in a desolate area of Parsippany, New Jersey, which is approximately 20 miles away from Greta's home in Irvington. Two months after the remains were officially identified as belonging to Greta, her death was classified as a homicide. Police believe that Greta was killed in a different location from where her body was found. Few details about the investigation are available, and no suspects have been publicly identified. If you have any information that could help the investigation, please contact the Morris County Prosecutor's Office at 973-285-6200 or the Parsippany Police Department at 973-263-4300. Greta's sister has also written a blog post titled My Sister's Keeper. The link for that will be found in the source notes. Greta was so young and had her whole life ahead of her. And although we cannot bring her back, we can get justice for her. So please, please, if you know anything, report it now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate the show and share. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Unanswered Podcast for more information. If you have a case suggestion or just want to get more information on a case that we've already featured, go to theunanswerepodcast.com to submit your request. Join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Stay safe.